Welcome to the Light Heart Collective Podcast. I'm Kirsty. And I'm Sarah. This podcast is designed by creatives, it's designed for creatives, and it's designed to help you become inspired to be more creative. Join us as we have light-hearted conversations with creatives where we'll explore their backgrounds, their inspirations, their triumphs, and of course, their challenges. We're going to uncover the stories behind their creations, the passion that fuels their soul, and the unique perspectives that make our creative landscape so vibrant. So get ready to be inspired, get ready to be moved, and to be transported into the world of art and creativity in the Southwest. We are really excited that you're here, aren't we, Kirsty? We sure are, Sarah. Let's get started. So interesting. Okay, everyone, we're here in the studio of Roz Handorf today. Thank you for having us, Roz. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Kirsty. Yeah, we're so excited, aren't we? We are. We're surrounded by so many beautiful paintings, and we're also sitting... Just to paint everyone a little picture, we're sitting in Roz's studio, which isn't huge, but it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful and cosy, and we're sitting, we can look out across the water, there's a few roosters in the background. <laughs> you might be able to hear them. <laughs> and cows. And cows, yeah, there's, there's cows. There's some show jumping happening in the paddock across the water, so it's very rural, but very beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it so, is a great spot, I do love my spot here. Yeah, It looks really inspiring, and I can see... Um, all of your work is inspired by nature and to actually be literally immersed and surrounded by nature as you're painting and imagine that would be um, such a beautiful way to be creative. It is. It's a, <clears throat> it's a real meditative spot here. So often I might be out here all day. I don't necessarily get a lot of painting done. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just that sitting and resting and mm-hmm. thinking. Mm. It's a good spot to think contemplate. and contemplate. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is a great spot. Yeah. So how long have you had the studio here, Roz? I was just thinking the other day, you know, this made me think about time timelines. I think I've probably been here about eight years. Mm. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. It hasn't. It didn't always have the deck on it. So this deck actually looks into the water, which is fantastic. My brother built that for me. Um, and before that, it was just a little donger. Yeah. Um, it's a shipping container, is it? Is that it's an old mining donger. Oh, okay. Oh, so cool. it literally is a donger. You're, it is. You're FIFO out here. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is my little FIFO spot. <laughs> Pack my hard helmet and yeah, come in each day. Yeah, you need that day. hanging at the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think... Um, for those who have seen Roz's work, you know that her colour palettes are amazing and very inspired by nature and mm. rocks. And for those who haven't seen, you have to see it. And we're going to be posting lots of photos of her work. And <laughs> Some little studio sneak peeks. Yeah. But my instant reaction, as I said when I came in, I've seen your work on Instagram mm. and I thought, oh, that's beautiful. But actually seeing it in real life and having the colours really pop is just... Oh, I was thanks, in awe Kirsten. when I came in. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, and I think just the way that you work with colour, like you really know, it looks mm. like you really know your stuff. But do you have any professional training or? No. Um, well, I always did art as, a, as um, mm. you know, through my year 12 and that. And, but I, well, I went into nursing as did soon you? as I finished school. Yeah. I was meant to do graphic design and I, I pulled out, you know, the last week mm-hmm. and um, did nursing. But I always painted, so yeah. I've always painted, or ceramics. I've, I did a lot of ceramics as well. But, yeah, colour's always been my sort of thing. I, 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 don't, I don't consciously think about colour. It just sort of, sort of comes naturally, I suppose, and mm. I paint on the canvas rather than mixing beforehand. So. Oh, do you? Oh, that's yeah. really interesting. Um, so that's why you get a lot of variation, I suppose, on it, but also you get a lot of... Um, I suppose they com- combine because I'm painting on the canvas. I'm not just putting lots of different colours in a, yeah. in a thing. Or what's on the canvas gets made into numerous different amounts of colour. Yeah. Mm. So when did you give up nursing? Or how long were you nursing? Oh, I, kn- I nursed most of my life. So I was an, um, I've worked in the emergency departments of many hospitals and mm-hmm. probably majority of my life. And I gave up full-time nursing probably about, five years ago Mm -hmm. I took a year off and that was the year that I decided I was going to concentrate on my art for a whole year I was going to do all these things that I'd set myself up I I put myself forward for some art awards Um, I did my first open studio I had my studio built it must be more than five years it must be eight years ago I suppose now 
always thinking that after that year I'd go back. Yeah, oh, they no, never did. Never did. Love, I would never, never change my nursing for the world. I loved it, absolutely. And, you know, I still, do, to this day, I miss the girls and that year. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I found my, I found my thing. Yeah. Um, and I feel really fortunate that, you know, you get a second chance to, to do something completely different, which yeah, is what you guys wonderful. do as well. Yeah. And yeah. so, but you did you did continue your painting while you were working full time. You were always I did. sort of had had something happening on the side in terms of your creativity. Always, always yeah. involved. Yeah. But I tell you what, the the probably the big switch was kids left home yeah. or adults left home. And then I joined an art group down here with Kate Edwards. Oh, yes. And Kate, oh, she's a great friend, fantastic mentor and a great teacher and cook. And <laughs> Wow. I know. We have to book that was the trifecta. <laughs> I tell you what, she, has, she can bring a group of people together mm. and still find their quirky little bits. Yes. She's yeah. a really, it's a, an unusual and really special talent that she has. And so I... I did art with Kate oh, and I okay. first started off doing these quite small little quirky birds. I did a little bit of portrait but Kate's really good. She, she encouraged me to really find my own thing yeah, and I found yeah. myself getting bigger abstract landscapes and so, yeah, so she so, was able to sort of draw that oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, she would say, yeah, yeah, you crazy rocks, yeah, you go for it. Yeah. <laughs> She was great. Yeah. It's sort of and nice still is. to be empowered though to that your thing is actually okay to do. I think yes. sometimes and we're we're even finding this talking to a few different artists on the podcast so mm. far, but also different people that come through the studio. Like mm. it's sort of you might have an idea about what you think might be the right type of art or the right way to go. And and it's so wonderful that you, mm. you're able to have someone in your life at that time to say Actually, you just do you. <laughs> yeah, you experiment. And that a lot of it is experimenting too because, yeah, sometimes you get worried about what other people might think of your art rather than mm. what you want to do. Yeah. And Kate was great for that. Yeah. She said, you just go for it. Oh, well, And yeah. I think that's where the authenticity comes yeah. through, doesn't it, when you're able to do what it is that, that you know, is yeah. you respond to personally. Mm. We actually had this discussion with, Frank yesterday because he asked me why I'm not doing Margaret River mm. Regimental Studios and I was like I just feel like I don't fit in because it's what? still I know I know we, we've had this discussion <laughs> now that we're talking about this is a therapy it's a self-doubt of like you know mm. I was saying yesterday I can draw realistic I can mm. paint realistic if I really set my mind to it and it's fine I enjoy it well enough but I found that I as I was saying to Frank and Sarah that um it's more capturing people in moments of time like in quick sketches and kind mm. of exaggerating their features with a bit of humor or whatever mm. and bringing out the personality bring out the personality or it could even be an, a historical object or it, for me it's a story behind things mm. and it's taken me like a solid year and even speaking to artists and stuff I feel like I'm I'm able to really kind of make that decision to go no like, this is who I am yep. because for me, I think illustration is what, you know, kind of guides me a little bit. Mm. And then I'm like, is it illustration though? Like, what is the definition between fine art and yeah. illustration? And I'm like, I need to let go of that. You do. Yeah. And I actually love that you felt the same way when you were just kind of, you know, being guided found, by Kate to own. be like, be who you are. Yeah. And I think so many creatives struggle with that and yeah. struggle with being, putting themselves in a box too. Definitely. They... Being judged by other people mm. is a big thing. It's yeah. stressful, you know, it can really sap your confidence, mm -hmm. um, have you second guessing. But if you're happy within yourself what you mm. do and you feel that mm. this is what you want to do, yeah. that's all that really matters. Mm. And people know that. They feel that there's, like you said, that authenticity mm. um, and that you're not. And oh, we need to talk. You need to. Yeah. <laughs> Right. We'll do we'll that therapy <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been doing Emeralds for now? Like this will be my fifth year. I haven't done it every year. Mm -hmm. um, and I tell you about the first year I did it, which I think was about 2015, I did it with a group of four of us. Yeah. And that was a really mm. great way to step into it. A good we all got on really well. Yeah, yeah. 
we all shared the, the nervousness and yeah. and that. Um, and then the next year, I think I did it. There was three of us, mm-hmm. and we did it in the studio. Oh, cool. And as you can see, my work's pretty big. And <laughs> it is, it yeah. was a bit. <laughs> it was a bit overpowering. So I, the following year, then I decided, yeah, I can. I'm ready to step out and do it on my own, and yeah. it's been great. But I, you know, it's a small space, so having mm-hmm. three of us in here was a bit tight. But yeah. great, because you can share the all the, the feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but all those little moments of feeling a bit vulnerable or yeah. feeling a bit judged or exactly. something. And and I think we we're all usually our worst mm-hmm. critic mm-hmm. in True. our head as well. So to have other people around you who say. Well, no, I think that was really well received, or you know, yeah. it just it's a trusted ally, isn't it? If <laughs> you've got someone there, yeah. And I think what we were talking about before we started recording was, um, you were talking about how being a creative is very insular and it's very mm. solely in the studio only, yeah. But to I guess ease into Emerald's with a group of women who you really connect with and have that shared experience, because like you said, it, mm. you know. Was it daunting? For the, like, were you really nervous the first year? Oh, definitely. It was yeah. the first time I put myself... I had... Yeah, that was that year that I decided, you know, that was my big mm-hmm. spin-around year. Mm. Uh, so I had actually already addressed the fact that I was going to push myself. Yeah. Um, put yourself out of your oh, well, comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> You'd made that agreement. <laughs> I had to talk to myself quite regularly. <laughs> uh, but it did make a big difference, having the other yeah. three that we could all have a laugh together. Yeah. And Were they all part of Kate's art group as well? Or? No. Oh, okay. No, only one. Janine, oh. Janine was, but no, the other two weren't. Um, Glenn and Helen... Um, Glenn had this great house that lent itself to a studio. It was in the bush. Mm-hmm. had these big windows and great light. So it did make sense to have such a beautiful location. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I soon learnt that people actually like seeing an artist's work. Yeah. So they like being in the studio. So that's why I came out here and decided mm-hmm. that it would make more sense for me because they they want to talk about what you're doing, you know. Yeah. They want to see what you're doing. They actually want to peer They're really over your interested. shoulder, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we. Yes, full back behind the scenes. <laughs> We've got our sleeves rolled up. We're ready to, you know, I'm go so and look at things really closely. <laughs> I'm so glad you're not filming my floor or my wall. <laughs> no, no, they're wonderful. I'm taking photos. And I think it'll be oh, <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But actually. Do you think um, your colour palette has changed a bit oh, over time? Because I'm in here you and I've, I've been to the studio mm. before, but I've also seen your work in yeah. galleries you yeah. know, for quite a while and I can see quite a difference it in your colour palette. It definitely has changed. It's a lot lighter and brighter and there's yeah. a bit of a, is it more feminine? I, I don't know if we need to to call it well, feminine. I reckon but it probably I'm is, you know. I'm looking at it all and going, wow, I can, it looks quite different than I some of the I have still got some of the old big buffy rocks. But, yeah. um, <laughs> no, but even the buffy rocks, like I'm looking at that one there mm. now and, and we've got the lilacs and the, yeah, you know, the pinks and the one. oranges and that the water is very turquoisey. Like yeah. that's quite different than That's a very different one from what I normally do. Yeah. Uh, I painted it initially, painted it very realistically and then went, oh, that's do not that. for me. Yeah. So that's why it's sort of the colours sort of come yeah. into it. But um, yeah, no, I think it's really good to change up every so often and just to change around. Has that been keep a me on my toes. Project, um, progression to I sort of change, so. or has that just happened? Just happens. Yeah, I think. It just yeah. happens. You know, you'd get people that come in and they say, "Oh, you know, I liked these ones that you did yeah. a while ago," but and and I do too. I like yeah. looking back on them, but you just. It's you not move where, past them and yeah. you just they're not you don't replicate them at all you all yeah. sort of move a bit um, which is how do you how do you feel inspired like do you go out sketching do you go out painting could obviously be nature inspired or mm. do you take pictures and then come back to studio or do you do a bit of everything bit of everything mm-hmm. I was thinking about it again I like this it's great for me just <laughs> you're pushing me to think about things <laughs> but each year where there's a group of us that go north yeah. or northern territory mm-hmm. um, and I learn a lot from them. So I have Marilyn Stratton, Doug Kersop, um, Simon Hensley, um, and there's been last, this year we had a photographer and we had a oh, an ornithologist with oh. us as well. So and we camp for about a month. Really. Oh wow! And oh. you sketch, you draw, 
I spend a lot of time looking over their shoulders, seeing mm. how they do things. <laughs> but I work very differently so it's from like them. A full immersion. Like, it is full yeah. immersion. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You know, it's probably about three weeks of it. Um, and but I work very differently. I work. I look at the landscape. I pick up rocks. I look in nooks and crannies, and I write. I do a lot of writing. Okay. Um, things that I'm thinking. You know, so I get these little ideas. So I, my sketchbook is a lot of writing mm-hmm. and, and thinking about how I'm feeling. I sometimes, much to my husband's... <laughs> I don't know. No, he's actually pretty good about it, but I do sneak a lot of rocks in. <laughs> that come back Confessions with me. of an artist. <laughs> but I think it's the actual feeling rocks, picking them up, having them in my pockets. So being part being of that part of it. and I, I do like that geology side of things. I like the, I like the idea that rocks talk to you. You know, mm-hmm. your landscape does talk to you. It has a history to it, and I like the idea of that energy and the balance. Mm-hmm. So I think I bring that back, and then I go a bit crazy for about a month, you know, yeah. trying to get mm-hmm. all that down. Yeah, but I also paint down here on the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll often find me just sitting in a little behind a little tree um, and it's usually bits of coastline where you've got the rocks meeting the sea so mm-hmm. that energy and that erosion sort of thing that's mm-hmm. always been my thing yeah, yeah I was actually looking back um, at your work and there's this beautiful what you're saying about the land meeting the sea and mm. it's like from a book yep um, and, and I think it's a few years ago now that you did that but I just love that and I oh, love okay how you brought the texture in from the land so it wasn't like so cut and dry where you've got the texture of the land and the rocks and yep. you've got the softness of the sea. I loved how you incorporated it. Yeah. Oh, okay. When I saw it, I was like, oh, We have been fangirling a little bit. <laughs> I know, it's so embarrassing. Oh, I've been doing the same with you guys. <laughs> so it's um, I actually like how you connect with the land because, you know, geology as well, you know, you've got that mm. erosion from the millions of years yeah it's a great landscape we have yeah Yeah. and I feel I mean I think we're going to get this a lot from the artists that we interview is Mm. that a lot of people do feel connection with where we live and I think that's why Australian art is so different different but you can pick it yeah because people Mm. have still got that inspiration from the colors and it's so rugged and there's lots of texture but then Mm. I think where we're based as well we've got we're in a really great area down here because we've got the bush, mm-hmm. we've got the ocean, and then we've got like the more countryside. You know, if you go to Nanook, Pemberton, you've got yeah, the beautiful yeah. forests and the beautiful greenery and the landscape. So yeah. I feel like we are so lucky down here that we have got yeah, multiple we have divisions of landscape. Yeah. yeah, we have. We've got a we've got an amazing <clears throat> landscape down mm-hmm. here. And maybe I mean, that's what attracts quite a few artists to this area as well. And it, then it has that doubling effect, you know, artists yeah. come down, so then more artists have come down because we do like to connect and we do yeah. make connections. There's a group of us that we, we meet all the time. and Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can tell an Australian artist. I, yeah. I agree with you on that mm-hmm. one, Kirsty. You can, you can tell home quite quickly when you see an art piece and go, wow, yeah. that's Australian art. So yeah. do you feel that you have some specific Australian art influences, Ros? Or, like, is there artists that you would look to their work quite a lot? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there are, actually. I just got I just got back from Sydney last week and, you know, immersing myself with a granddaughter in, in tow. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, How old was Two. Oh. <laughs> did she get to go to all the galleries in Sydney? She went to, she went to as many as she could cope with. <laughs> Baby chinos in every cafe. Oh. There was a lot of bribing. Um, but yeah, no, they are. Um, and there's certainly, I, I love John Olson's work. Yeah. I love his fluid nature of his work. But then Fred Williams, I love that he ca- captures colour and simplicity really well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Who else would there be? Oh, um, Robert Juniper, yeah. I like his love his work and Guy Graysmith, yeah. Helen Graysmith. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are yeah. definite ones I get drawn to. And do you find that you'll do, say, what you did in Sydney? You'll go out and sort of go and have a look at a lot of mm. art. It does inspire you. You go, oh, that's how did they do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, they're they're definitely artists, and a lot of Indigenous art I love. 
Mm. Um, and they have the ability to capture texture and um, spontaneity and colour so well. Yeah. You know, it is, it is, they are incredible and I do spend a lot of time looking at some of the beautiful Indigenous art we've got that's right on our doorstep. Mm. Mm. I imagine being part of MS yourself, it means that you can't get out and see anyone else's work. Does that, or it do, you, do you give yourself a bit of time? Where you I can give myself that? Tuesday, Wednesday, but then looking at the... the um, everyone else everyone had the else same else idea. <laughs> <laughs> but there are definitely a few that I want to go and see this year yeah. that I'm really keen to go down and see, and I've, I've sort of made myself some mm. time to go down and see them. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. Sometimes it's not the easiest time to go and see other other artists but yeah we all make yeah. the shuffle yeah, yeah. yeah. take turns yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i think we're going to be doing that mm. this year aren't we just pick a couple of days that we can be at the studio to <clears> see because i've got a few in mind so. yes yeah. yeah there's always some great ones and of course christian fletcher's got his exhibition again this year mm-hmm. which is great last year we yeah. used to it and yes, it was fantastic yeah. Yeah. this year it's even bigger um, yes, so I that's think a really twenty-seven cool. artists this year. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And it's the whole yeah, it's the whole gallery this time. Yes, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and it is a nice way actually to see mm. the the artwork of twenty-seven artists without yeah. actually having to go to every single studio True. if yeah. you don't have the time. Or, that's right. You know, and just so. see, and it's a really nice way to see how people collaborate together because mm-hmm. that's mm. what we do here. Mm. We do collaborate. Probably. When I say we collaborate, we, we get together and we share ideas. That, you know, mm. we, we often don't get the um, chance to collaborate. Mm-hmm. But as he's given us that opportunity and it's yeah. amazing. How and such a showcase. People take yeah. such different views on things. It's, yes. I love it. Yeah. It's a smart idea. Yeah. We are finding that, aren't we, that there's a few collaborations and projects that are kind of flying under the radar down mm. here. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's very, again, I'm using the word insular a lot at the moment, but I think kind of vibe I'm getting from when we interview people is that yeah, the connections yeah like it's trying to get those connections um but really there's a lot of stuff going on that mm. people or we're just not aware of and I think that's really, yeah really mm. cool it was actually interesting listening to you talk about the landscape before after talking to Frank yesterday and he, mm. he has a project you'll have to listen to that interview but because be really he cool. does all the he does printing, so he actually walks on the land in his boots with a plate attached to the bottom. So he's literally right. taking the print off the earth as he walks. Did he say yeah, he walks That's seven amazing. k's? One seven day? k's in, oh in these boots. I mean, yeah. it, it it is amazing. But he's got a an exhibition coming up in Italy in, in a um, geology university or something because it's about the land and the. And all of this, so it's well, you, so need to, you need to you need to kind of talking yeah. about is that connection with the land and being inspired and and being in it, and so he's sort of taken this quite literal thing of of the print of you know. Oh, how, I know where he's from. from. I know in the early days, I did I I did a um a whole series on me with my where my feet land, and I did these aerial landscapes mm-hmm. of, and it was me walking the beach each day so it was the same area that I was walking mm-hmm. um so I was doing pools and, and yeah how you know that there are so many people out there that have ideas that we would yeah. would happily see in a coffee <clears throat> shop and probably gnash all day about yeah, it because exactly. we do have commonalities you have commonalities mm-hmm. and I think it's that thing of um you know being able to share those and speak mm-hmm. about them oh, and, I can't and wait get to see that, his work yeah Yes, you'll have to look him up. <laughs> Listen to that podcast. He he talks about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you sort of have to see those boots as well with mm. the plate attached to it's them. It's really yeah, yeah, the fact actually that he's walking in bush with those metal plates on his feet. They're actually not that heavy. I did lift oh, them did up because I was thinking <laughs> this this is like a feat. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets he must how he starts with the plate and how he ends must be very different. Mm. Mm. So I, I oh, and I'm not a hundred percent sure of the technique that mm. he uses. Does he coat the plate? I think he coats the plate, and then as he's walking, it'll rub off yeah. different things, and that's what makes the 
you know, the mark making on the plate. So, mm. and then we'll print from that. Mm. But yes, we'll have to ask him. Yeah. There'll be a follow up on that. <laughs> yeah. A demonstration. I'll take him down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like you're really inspired by travel. You know, if you're. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you ever get. Have you ever been in a rut where you've gone, oh God, what am I going to do? Or do you manage to have strategies in place to prevent that from happening? Commissions probably tie me in knots a bit. Yeah. Um, Sorry to anyone that <laughs> has a my commission, but they because they don't come naturally mm-hmm. from where you're working, mm-hmm. and usually people have got some ideas about what they want or they've seen a, yeah. a previous pa- previous painting, so they sometimes can put me in a little bit of a a, a bind, I suppose, at times. Yeah. Um, I have what's called the naughty room, um, where. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> a big naughty room actually at times. Um, and they're paintings that I start and I have got a strong idea where I, where I want to go with them and I sometimes get a little bit lost. And so rather than give up on them or, or, or get frustrated and do something that I will regret, I put them in a room mm-hmm. and then over time I'll revisit them and I can then see... Up, you know, a path through that yeah. I can, I can, you know, get a you bit can resolve clarity somehow. as to where it's yeah. going. Yeah. yeah, so that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. So it's everything that happens on the wall doesn't necessarily go straight out the mm. door or anything else like that. Yeah. And, and these little wooden pieces, ones, these are all canvases that I cut up. You know, like I hate um, yeah. wasting anything. And yeah. as you see, I, I paint directly onto the wall. Yeah. yeah. So some of them get cut up. And then I use a wax um, and 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 reuse them that way. Yeah, so, I love that. And the palette at the back is usually whatever colours I'm using at the time. I don't like wasting any, yeah. so I mix it with the wax mm. and then put it in. Put yeah. it on. Yeah, yeah. So oil is your main medium. Yeah, I started yeah. off with acrylics, mm-hmm. and I've, I love oils. Um, and then when I went up north this year, I decided that I was going to go back and do some acrylics, but it's really hard. Yeah, um, that? I don't know. It just messes <laughs> with my brain. <laughs> uh, so I haven't gone back to them yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm trying because they, they work so totally different. Um, and of course, at this time of the year, oils take a long time to yeah. dry. So it would be nice to be able to get back into the acrylics, but mm. still struggling with that beast. <laughs> Do you reckon it's um, because you can get beautiful? like glazing effects with oils and I think sometimes the colours pop out a lot more than acrylic. Is that what maybe it is? Yeah, but then acrylics these days, you know, are so uh their colours are so vibrant, mm. you know. I I don't you do get a you do get a different feel, I suppose, with oils. Mm. Um but it's just the technique, you yeah. know, you've got to get yourself into that technique of, of doing um acrylics again. Whereas oils, I can put on layers and layers and I let them dry, I let them dry. With acrylics, you have to seal each, you know, when you work thin, you have to seal each section. So there's there's a completely different to- technique to how it goes. I did not know that. So uh, watercolour is my main medium. It's like my oh. second language, really comfortable. I know a lot of people are really scared <laughs> of it. Um I think it's making a comeback. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, folks. I'm going to go some lessons with you. Come on. <laughs> um, and I really, really, really want to go big. I want to be able to get a canvas and just go for it. But I find it so hard. And I know that I could get similar effects from acrylic mm. with watercolour. I know it doesn't, it's not exactly the same. When I've tried it, when I've tried really diluting it, it all just gets mushy and the colours look horrible. I did not realise that you yeah, had to seal it in layer. between. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. See, I haven't done a lot of training with acrylic or anything like that. I've just mm. done, done a little bit. In well, I, I, you know, I, I certainly learnt probably by trial and error. Mm-hmm. Because I did that same thing. I did the really yeah. thin layers with the acrylic. And even though I put a binder in them to, to buff them up a bit, mm. um, I like to put them on really thin. But if you put another layer on, it will just lift it up or it will muddy it. Yes. So, you put, yeah, let them dry and then you put a, a glaze over yeah. it and then you put the next layer on the glaze. And, and yeah, it's it's a – it's a um, and that's why I, – I think that's why you sometimes you do get that same effect from mm-hmm. an oil that you can with an acrylic. Yeah. Um, 
but like I said, it's just it's my brain at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Have you done any Getting teaching? Stuck. Have you done any teaching before? Like no. I know you said that you've been mentored. Like, would it be something that you'd be interested in? Or I like taught you... trauma nursing for a long time, so I used to travel around and teach teach nursing, and I enjoyed that because that was something that I felt confident. Mm. I knew, uh, I you know, I knew my subject. No, I don't. I don't yeah. think I could. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, and I've been to, I've been to um, a lot of classes where you know the artists have been the teacher, yeah. and they are fantastic. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to find myself in that situation. <laughs> I think it is all about yeah. Like we found that a lot. We? There are some artists that just don't feel comfortable, mm. and then there are some artists that do. It's that imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. You still think you're learning all the time. So yeah. But we are, teaching. though. Yeah. I don't think you have to be an expert to be able to teach, I think. No. No, you're probably right because, you know, we're always learning something new mm-hmm. each and every time. And especially yeah. in sometimes it's a bit of a trading of skills as well. Yeah. Really, I know. I'm something the reason out. I ask because I'm looking for an acrylic mentor. <laughs> because I just can't get my head around it. I really, I am. I, I need to spend more time on it. But well, maybe the two the of us, when I'm trying to get back into acrylics, I say, Kirsty, come, come on, on down. Yeah. We can swap skills. We're going yeah. to smash a bit of paint around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's... Um, I actually like that idea. I think a lot of artists do that, but actually they do share yeah. skills, and that's what yeah. um, it's all about with you know collaborating and we do, having yeah. that group of people around you that you really connect with. And mm. Well, like you were even things. saying with your with a group trip that, up north. Yeah, that's right. That idea. Yeah, um, and we're so lucky because we do have really great artists down here that are so happy to share. Yeah. Share, um, like and I said, with Mary Lynn um, and Douglas and and Simon, they they all paint so differently, and I learn something each and every time. Yeah, well, their work them. is quite diverse, isn't it? It is all really diverse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then throw you in the mix. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're all complete. Come on, Junior, you come with us. <laughs> Oh, I think that's great. It um, is. Has that been a regular thing? You did say you do it every year. But... Yeah, we've, um, the last two years we've travelled up Pilbara and then uh, Marilyn and I, we did uh, Northern Territory before that. And we'll do it again next year. Yeah. Uh, but there'll be others that will join us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, I think it's really good to have others that, are, that join in and have a different perspective as well. Yeah, so, how wonderful. It is, it's great. So what does a normal week for you look like? I can see that you're really busy. Pretty much. I spend a lot of time out here. Mm -hmm. Um, There's always work that's travelling, so there's always work that's been moved from one place to another. Um, Yeah, pretty much most weeks are out here. I'll um, try and get some sketching in somewhere. Mm -hmm. So if I um, go camping or even if I just go down to the coast on a great day, I'll go down to Point Buchan and... Park myself. I've got some little hidey holes that I can happily yeah. hide in. I can hear walkers going past. They have no idea I'm in there. <laughs> oh, I'll take one note next yeah, time I'm well, walking so out that way. But I do. I, do, I like to hide. And I, you know, I just do a little sketch, and and then I can come back and I get some clear ideas. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. sometimes if you just sit in here all day long, you lose that mm-hmm. um, that connection. That connection. Yeah. yeah. So I do. I do go out a bit. Um, summertime I go out in the canoe so I like to actually see the land from the water yeah. and look back onto the land so I get I like some ideas that. as well such so a beautiful a perspective, different perspective around our coastline it you? is yeah, yeah there's yeah. a completely different way of seeing it yeah. Um, so yeah I do that in in summer I don't go canoeing at this time of year. <laughs> oh god no a bit fresh and, down yeah. are you pencil sketching or do I you do use pencil charcoal sketch or? Or? yeah um, I've got some uh, some charcoal um, and graphite um, crayons that mm-hmm. I use so I get mm-hmm. a little bit of colour and they are water soluble so I can just do a quick little bit of um, colour as well but most of them are just sketches and writing yeah. like each sketchbook has a lot of writing on the back of each page. I really love that mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people when they think of a sketchbook they think that you have to fill it with images. Yeah. Like, um, and sketchbooks we've had this discussion a lot haven't we Sarah mm-hmm. and I like sketchbooks for me is predominantly where I work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think a lot of people get scared of sketchbooks because they think it should be perfect. perfect. And it's like, guys, no. <laughs> this is where you can... It's more like you an can inspiration shut book. the page. Like, yeah. shut it and then move on to the next page. And you don't yep. have to show it off. Yeah. No. yeah. Um, but it's a trigger. You go yeah, back and look at it and you go, exactly. I know where I was at that time. 
It's true. I know what I was thinking mm-hmm. and I wrote them down. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes it's even a song, you know, something yeah. can can start you yeah. off on a, on a different journey and you write them down. And, yeah. yeah, such a, a mindful process mm-hmm. as well, isn't it? It is, like spending yeah. spending time like that in nature and being able to record it and reflect on it. Yeah. And then paint it. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And sometimes <laughs> the ideas that you have in your head don't necessarily, you know, what comes out. Yeah. You know, it can be it goes in a completely different direction, mm-hmm. but then you can still look back on that sketchbook and say, "Yeah, I do know where I was planning on going. Yeah. I didn't quite get there." And so the next one then might end up mm-hmm. going, even though you you know you're using the same sketchbook and the same ideas, they can travel both different directions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just building on that inspiration, isn't it? And all those layers, and that yeah, that you, that you can look back on. And even if you're not intentionally looking back on it in purpose, it's just I mean, I guess mm. a journal, journaling is really popular, writing things down, because it is mm. really good for mental health anyway. It's one yeah. of the main practices that psychologists and counsellors will recommend um, because you are getting it down on the page, but I feel like getting it down on the page helps you correlate it in your own mind. So even if you're not purposely going back through it, you've still managed to just get it out and it's kind That's of right. locked in your mind then. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's getting it out. Mm. And and sometimes you can have an idea that's swirling in there and you're yeah. just not sure where it's going mm. and just writing it down, mm. little, little parts of it sort of is enough to get it out of your head because yeah. then you can move on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Helps with processing it all. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, that's very much how it works. And you've got your open studios exhibition, obviously, mm-hmm. and then you're also working or you will be working on another one. The Yelling Up Galleries. The Yelling Up Galleries is having, well, they're having a, a exhibition at the same time as Open Studios oh, as well. Yes, so yeah. I think all of us are putting in two pieces, everyone that's in Open Studios. So that'll be another good one. Oh, yeah. Is that cool? That one's just about to go down there today. So oh. I'll get it out before I end up splashing paint on it. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, at the end of the year, there'll be one um, for Yelling Up Galleries. And then I've got works I've got for Linton and Carrie as well that. Um, I've got in in my mind, and that they will also be on the go at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you've got an exhibition for Linton and Carrie. No, but I just have that regular role. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been great. And and you know, for anyone that is thinking about you know becoming involved in Open Studios, Open Studios is a great way not only to meet like-minded people and interested people. But it's also a way that galleries make a contact with you. For Yelling Up and for Linton and Kay, it was both them visiting oh, wow. Open Studios. So, you know, it's, it yeah. has an incredible knock-on effect. Yeah. Um, so valuable. It's so yeah. valuable, you know, and it's all that marketing and work that goes into the background that artists can't do. Well, mm-hmm. I certainly can't do, and it's, yeah, I think it's completely foreign, foreign to me. Mm-hmm. That sets you up. Um, and then, in the same respect, people get to see what they want to see, which is an open, which is a, a working studio. Mm. Yeah. So it's, they, it's two worlds colliding. It's yeah, really good. Yeah, it's yeah. a great concept. And they're mm. meeting you. They're hearing the stories behind it. And like we were saying before, I think that's the most important thing. Mm. You know, exactly. if you go to a, a gallery and you're looking at at a, a work on the wall and you don't have that personal bit of contact usually mm. the gallery can give it to you yeah. but it's still not quite the same as mm-hmm. oh I remember going to this studio or yeah. I've seen this or I've you know they've mm. got something to connect to it it's so yeah. special really it makes it so personal it does mm. yeah do you have any of your pieces like how far has your work traveled do you have any um you know well I see I, the thing it was with a gallery, you don't know where they're yeah. going, and I never ask. Mm. <laughs> they could be anywhere. <laughs> they could be anywhere. Yeah. But I did have a piece I know that went to um, Rhode Island in um, in uh, USA. Wow! So I know that that went there, but that was um, that was a little gal- That was an exhibition we did with Kate's group um, down at Yelling Up oh, um, Hall yes. that we used yeah, to do, yeah. and and it's only just the fact that person that bought it so that's where they were taking the picture Mm. otherwise no you don't know where they go and sometimes people will send you um a a photo of where that their painting is in a home Mm -hmm. and you don't know yeah you didn't even know that that's where they went yeah yeah Yeah. and it's like reconnect you go oh i remember that (laughs) (laughs) oh 
that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, I don't normally normally where they go yeah. unless they're friends. Yeah. Do you have any of your own work hanging at, at your home? Do you? No. Oh, Ross. I know. <laughs> it's, I know. It's, um, it, I, I have in the past had them, but they've then moved on from mm. me sitting at home. Um, I've got some of my really early pieces that are yeah. some of the quirky birds and a couple of little portraits, mm-hmm. yeah, which were so different. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm, yeah. I don't have any of mine. Yeah. What kind yeah. of work do you purchase like for yourself? Um, like what are you local artists? You yeah. know, I I get um, there's quite a few local artists that I have got at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a lot of indigenous art at home, mm-hmm. so I've got really fortunate. Um, what else have I got? My, mainly local artists. They're yeah, all they're nice. all WA artists, yeah. and it comes from seeing them in their home and that, and seeing yeah. seeing them in place. Um, yeah, I do, I do get a buy a lot. Yeah, Sarah does too. Oh, I just got outed, didn't I? Well, yeah, I, I went to Sarah's this morning before we came here and saw how much we've been there. Well, I've been there before when we when we went to Sarah's for a lovely seeing it again like she's just got a beautiful eye for everything oh, wow. I've, I've run out honest, of walls me <laughs> too I just love seeing how people you can really see a person's personality from the yes. kind of art that they choose yeah um and I'm always like so inspired when I walk into Sarah's house oh, just by what she puts Kirsty. on it <laughs> we have to come around and have a look but it's true though yeah. how people put put their works and that together and I think a bit of that came though when we we moved into that house. It was a while ago now and we came from a larger house Mm -hmm. and I think Michael said, well, anything that doesn't go on the walls, I think we should get rid of. So I was just like, bang, 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 bang. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just hang it all up and see what happens. I've got a a a similar story too where I fell in love with this big painting Mm -hmm. and my husband and I said, I'm sorry, there's no wall that will fit that painting. I plastered in a window. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh that's hilarious. Because I often talk about getting one of those pull-out gallery walls that you can just pull across, but I never thought of plastering it. Oh, window got plastered in. Sorry, Austin, I found the spot. That is dedication. It is. I got the painting. (laughs) Oh, but sometimes, you know, you just just see it. You get a connection with it. You fall in love with it. Nice. So, and when you go up north, sorry, you just mm. mentioned you're in. I keep coming back to up north, but um, the indigenous. Do you mm. ever get to go and see some of the different art centres? Oh, I tell you, this year we were so fortunate. Um, we went up to the um, uh, the gallery at um, Newman, oh, which is okay. fantastic. Yeah. Um, Martin Nettles. Oh yes, yeah. I I I got a small out there but then we went out to a community which was right on the edge of the desert sand great sandy uh, desert mm-hmm. not far from where the canning stock herd is so we were a long way from anywhere no oh. one else around mm. and then we just happened to come across this group that were setting up their campsite to do learning on land wow. and they only do it every year for a week mm. and everyone from the communities all come to learn art um, mosaic burning Looking after country. Wow. It was, and met the artists that were wow. uh, all wow. part of it. So it was great. That sounds we had, incredible. It was such a lucky time. Yeah. It was, it, it, not, uh, not something that you would know about normally. We no. just happened to come across them. Yeah, and they it was were so, just good time. So welcoming and so yeah. generous with their time. And oh, yeah. that's inc- that sounds said, oh, incredible. I love your paintings. <laughs> <laughs> How nice. Yeah. 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 So you do, um, that's a rare thing to happen. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but there are some amazing art centres um, up in the <coughs> north now. Yeah. The work that they're doing, really connecting different artists and, yeah. and promoting the different work is so fabulous. And they're, and they're involved in the whole process. Yeah. You know, that's, yes, yeah. It's not just it's some person led, selling yeah. their work. It, yeah. It's all really artist-led. It's, mm. it's great. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That was my lucky, or our lucky... Did you get to spend much time with them or? A little, well, they were setting up yeah. and that was their time that 
you know, they were setting up mm. we were just, you know, to do a bit of fan. Yeah. <laughs> like what <laughs> we're doing stuff. with you. Fangirling, we're fangirling over you. Yeah, fangirling. Right <laughs> in fact, she was really lucky because on our way back, my husband and I got logged. We got logged quite a few times. <laughs> and they were doing the mosaic burning not oh. far from where we got logged. So they were great. They just kept an eye on us to make sure we could get out. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So had they not been there. I probably would have been quite nervous. Yeah, feeling like you're never sure if you're going to get out or not. Yeah, Yeah. and you really are so isolated. You are. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a what a good trip. (laughs) It was great. I just love the idea of like a retreat that you guys organise yourselves. I'd love to do that. I know in the UK or in Europe as well, they do a lot of sketchbooking retreats. Yeah, there are a lot over here. I've been looking, yeah. um, I have been looking predominantly for sketchbooking retreat, or I'm yeah. just going to choose anything, <laughs> anything, I just want anything, I want a connection. Um, yeah, I'd be really interested if you hear of anything. I do, yeah, I, I'll, I'll let you know, but there's yeah, usually please. always, um, and there's usually always something coming up, and it often mm-hmm. comes across, you know, I'll get a message saying, you know, there's one, are you interested in, in doing it? So yeah. I'll, I'll let you know, Kirsty, when I... Really yeah, because my um, Graham, if you listen to this, yes, I'm still annoyed. <laughs> so last year he went on two holidays. <laughs> I no. So I was like, hmm, I want to go on a retreat, <laughs> and I just couldn't find it. So yes, I think I am owed a few days to myself. <laughs> so if you do hear, she amazing, hasn't forgotten. I'm, just, you, I'm you like, Sarah, it. come on, let's go, leave Graham and Michael. <laughs> No, Marilyn and I did. We did one in the Northern Territory that was. Uh, I don't know who ran it initially, but it was great because you get people from all over come come and do those retreats. And I know that there are, um, you know, there's some specific areas. You know, Flinders Ranges, Northern Territory, Ross River. Um, next year, there's a group of us. We'll probably head to the Kimberley next mm-hmm. year. Um, but, yeah, you do hear from them. And I'm sure there are plenty out there that, yeah. you know, it's just got to tap into mm-hmm. into where they are. Okay. Yeah. We'll keep an eye out then. We'll let everyone know. Yeah. In case they're also interested. Because that sounds just like a dream yeah. to be with all these artists and just literally being able to spend that solid amount of time mm. focusing on your own creativity and feeling inspired by other people. And yeah, they're great. And sharing it at the end of the evening, you yeah. know. You can all look at the same landscape and all be so totally different, mm. yeah. um, and then and then to share little ideas from each other is just mm. great. Yeah, mm. it's, how, it's how you it's how you get you move forward. Yeah. That's how you move forward. Otherwise, I think otherwise I might be stuck in my own little mm. rock cave. Good. <laughs> 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 I think we've got maybe five ten minutes. What? Time. <laughs> see how good is it you guys are magicians <laughs> um, but what I was saying about how you know you've got all these um, creatives that could be looking at the exact same thing and everyone is different mm. we have the exact same thing that happens to our workshops yeah. where well for my workshops we set up a still life and we, we have it there not for people to copy exactly because and we mm. tell them they can pick anything from the studio whether it's the bottle in front of them the person sitting opposite them it could be anything. Something on their phone that they've anything. taken a photo oh, of. Okay. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, we really want to focus on not being too prescriptive in going, now we put some blue here, we're going to add some yellow. It's, it's really, <laughs> which is fine, you know, when you, you have, you do have events that yeah. are around the area who do do that. Yeah. But I think for us, being that we really are immersed in creativity ourselves, it's really encouraging people to find themselves and what they're doing and it, I think they really surprise themselves about what they are inspired by and it gives them mm. a chance to you know do something different but even when we have had a group that have used the still life because mm. um, sometimes we'll have a plant and antique books and a beautiful lamp or whatever um, even if they are doing the exact same thing what we try to do is because we see a lot of people really nervous when they first come in and what I like to do is get everyone to say a famous artist or an artist that inspires them right and you know you get the usuals Monet, Van Gogh, Frida Kahlo all that 
Um, Easy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, and some people might repeat the same thing. I'm like, it's fine. Just mm. say someone. Now, would they look, if you got all those artists together and they they did this still life, would it look exactly the same? And they're like, well, no, actually. It's like, yeah. So, yeah. let go of all mm. of this pre, like, conception of I've okay. got to be perfect and I've got to do this because every single one of us is different. Mm-hmm. And that is the whole reason of like creativity anyway, is that we've all got our own personal story about why we might connect with something or so I love that just humanity in general can be looking at the same, same thing, thing. Yeah, and definitely. every single person interprets it differently. Yeah. And I think that's just such a beautiful thing. Isn't yeah. It? Well it's your well that's what so should be celebrated. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so much personality mm-hmm. there. And and you're right, the same thing happens in the the loom weaving mm-hmm. and the basket making, like they're essentially given, well, they're sitting in the same class, yep. but every single piece is different. Yeah. And I get such a thrill. I'm it's like, great. wow, look at what you've all created, <laughs> you know. Like, I get such a buzz out of that because yeah. you sort of, you know, they take that bit and mm-hmm. then they run with it, you know, mm-hmm. and there is no right or wrong, okay? There's some techniques that, you mm-hmm. know, with everything that you're doing and, yeah. and mm-hmm. you can master those techniques just like you might master other I don't know techniques in other areas of work, mm-hmm. but but it's all all different. Yeah. Oh, definitely, and I think uh, that's the that's the difference of a good teacher too. Mm. A good teacher will encourage you just to go down your own little mm. you know pathway, and they will see the things that you might need to um, think about. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Things like, you know, walking across the page and how your eye gets directed to different areas. Those sort of things that you often don't think about. Mm. They are great for. Um, But I have have done classes where it's been very sort of didactic where you, you know, you do these colours, you do that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. They're great for learning technique, Mm -hmm. but not for creativity. Yeah. 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 So sometimes you do need to do the the technique stuff Mm because there are some things, especially with oils, that have rules. <laughs> so I had to actually have make sure I went to someone that I was making sure that I did mm-hmm. follow the basic rules. But and, and then, then I guess once you learn the rules, you know which ones you can push. Exactly and, right. Know, That's right. And, you know. Yeah. But if you don't, if you don't know them at the start, mm-hmm. then it's so much more trial and error. Yeah. It is very much so. And, and you know, like it's the, we're talking about acrylics and that. Mm-hmm. Until someone shows you or teaches you how mm-hmm. to do that, then you go. Oh, now it's just opened up another yeah. room yeah. that I can do. Yeah, yeah. So. we have an element of that, don't we? Where, like at the beginning, we'll encourage everyone to be themselves, but go. But first, we'll show you just a few mm. techniques, mm. and then we give one-on-one guidance yeah. and support. Yeah. So everyone is getting the basics to learn, and then support to kind of expand on those mm. basics. And that's where you see people pushing those boundaries. It's yeah, like, this is so and that's where yeah. people's different levels of experience come in. Of mm-hmm. course, yeah. the person who's never picked up a watercolor paintbrush is going to have a different piece of work yeah. to someone who's who mm-hmm. has had a bit more experience mm-hmm. or who, mm-hmm. who has come from, say, an acrylic background and they're just trying a different medium. You yeah. know, so yeah. that it's all different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you mentioned actually, Roz, that you have done a bit of ceramics oh, previously. Do you ever do any of that now? Or? No, I got rid of my kiln. My oh. kiln was a monster. It was oh. the beast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. It was, um, and so I'd spend. Yeah, no, I had a couple of wheels and I, I did a lot of ceramics. Wow. Um, and I did love it. You know, I, I love the actual making of, of ceramics, but it can be heartbreaking <laughs> because you put it in the kiln and my, because it was such a temperamental beast, oh. it, you know, not like an electric kiln. Mine was a big gas fire one, so I'd have to camp the whole night oh, yeah. uh, with the kiln. And then you and the kiln, and then you yeah. could hear the tinkling of it. Oh, was there a tumultuous oh. relationship between you and the kiln? Um, so and you know what? It's actually it's character building, yeah. Um, ceramics is really character building. And I was listening to George's, you know, because you know, when I, when I heard that of what she was going to film, I, I think she said to me, Where am I going to find a kiln that big? And I went, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, you know, that's yeah. that's going to be massive. Um, and, and my kiln was big. I mean, my kiln was, you know, probably a good two metres by nearly three metres. Wow. Yeah. Um, not the, the inside was a lot smaller, but, yeah, um, yeah. yeah funny, big wow. kiln. Wow. 
Um, yeah, so I did I did ceramics quite a, quite a while. And then, yeah. I did love what um, George said about the hundred cups, like throw a, a mm. cup every, or whatever it yeah. was. You know, I can't remember the exact numbers. Throw one every day and put them on the shelf, and then keep the last one and reuse the others, and just keep. You know that process, and and you mentioned yeah. it being character building. You know you're learning that over and over. A lot of it again. was doing muscle memory, so yeah. you had to do pots, and you know, so that they would naturally start forming mm-hmm. the way that you wanted to. Mm. Um, so there, there's a lot of that muscle yeah, memory I've that watched, you have to work on. I've watched potters do that, and and have eye contact with me while they're throwing these yeah. huge yeah. pots, and I'm like, <laughs> eyes on the job. Like, yeah. how can no, you do that? Yeah. That's, that's the ultimate. It is the muscle memory. But I did spot some some rocks through there. Now they're not ceramic, are they? Your your rocks. In, oh in no, no, that's my other thing. <laughs> so what are they? I always have things going on in my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're paper mache that I've done. Oh, they're paper mache. So paper mache, and then I've plastered them on the outside. Oh. I've got some old sheets that I've dipped in plaster, and I want to make them so that they're a big balancing rocks. Mm. So they they for for the people who are listening, these are. <laughs> Some I took photos. Oh, there's, there's photos. So these are a sculpture in the making. So yeah. are you going to try and balance them so that they're a bit they look impossibly like they're Almost impossibly balanced. Yeah, okay. That's the tricky bit that I've got yeah. to work out. Yeah. yeah. A lot of problem solving to do there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, mm. might, they might just end up as just a, a group of <laughs> There might be a, a, ro- a rock in every corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that was great fun. I really enjoy that. And I suppose that's coming back to that same when working with clay. Yeah. I like that also, that, you know, just making a big mess mm. with plaster and, mm. and paper mache. And, and again, it's probably a bit more tactile. You're getting in there and using yeah. your hands and, and moulding. Yeah, no, I definitely will do some more of that again. I enjoy that. Would you use those paper mache sculptures to um, kind of get an idea of your like how to get a piece of work done? Like, would you build it in a certain way and then kind of copy that structure or move it around? Or possibly, or I think really? I think no, I probably not. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I don't know how I ended up with those because it was really hard with the chicken wire not to have them all turning out like cylinders. So mm-hmm. trying to get a bit of um, bend and that in yeah. them was it was a bit difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Maybe I would, depending on what the um, the the sculpture turns out. Yeah. Like. I'll send you a photo of it being in, in progress. Um, yeah, it's kind of good to have those other projects on, though. To, I mean, yeah. is it procrastinating or yeah, it is. or is it <laughs> procrastinating? It is procrastinating. It. I love that. I, I do a lot of procrastinating. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's very valuable. <laughs> And sometimes I do it all the time, but I did not have a definitive name for it. That's it. I think you need to own that one. Um, Yeah, okay. I do do a lot of procrastinating. (laughs) But but I think as well, it's a way that your brain is thinking about something. You know, you're still it's still in the back of your mind all the other stuff you're doing, and and again, it's probably just a different way of processing, isn't it? That's my excuse. Yeah. I, um, and they those sort of art quirky ideas usually come in at the wrong time. <laughs> it's usually a time when I'm meant to be getting stuff together. Definitely for a, a song an exhibition. That's and then, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I keep getting this do a sculpture, do a sculpture. Yeah. Like, oh. But I do get, I do yeah. find that I can I can do both. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can still make a mess in one room and, and still do the other. Yeah. I think that's great though. I think that's really good just for creative practice in general. You need to be able to have a play. Yeah. as well as doing what you're normally doing anyway. Yeah. yeah, and actually that's what we were talking about with Chris Leachmore, who just recently did the the um, journal yeah. workshop with us. For her, those journals are just play, you mm-hmm. know. She, yeah. they're, they're so separate for, from her encaustic like, artwork, mm. but it's just a way to play and, and you're still developing and using mm-hmm. it's know, and, and that's actually and a really good ideas. point. Um, it's... Sometimes when you come into your studio, play first. Yeah. Um, I have rolls of brown paper and if I'm not in the mood, like if I'm seriously not in the mood, that's clean, That's a cleaning day Yeah. because I shouldn't <laughs> touch anything because mm-hmm. it turned to mud. But I also do that um, mark making in yeah. the morning Yeah. and it's a way to free yourself up, especially mm-hmm. if you've been away from the studio for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll roll the paper out and I'll just get some, some strange, I do have some strange mark making 
um, two or so years, mm -hmm. and then just go wild with yeah. it. It frees you up and it gets your brain thinking and it, it stops you jumping into a painting when you're probably not ready to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, and, and Chris probably uses it for that same yeah. thing yeah. of just using it as a, an exercise mm -hmm. to, to go on. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe a little bit like the sketchbooks is you're just getting ideas out mm. and you're capturing colour palettes or whatever it exactly. is but without being too conscious about yeah. it. It's yeah. just coming up. Well, oh, so wonderful to thank chat, you, Rose. Yeah, thank you so much. Now, oh, for those, made that painless. Oh, we're so glad. <laughs> we're so glad. Um, so, if, for everyone who's listening, we will be posting photos on our Instagram. We'll get we one will... of the floor as well. Just <laughs> no, we won't. I need to send it after when it's been handed. <laughs> and we'll also um, pop some links up um, to Rose's page as well and some extra info. And um, make sure you come and visit her at her. Studio and Ross, and it's beautiful. Yeah, I just, I was just so excited. I'm really privileged that you know you do come and and visit. I always feel like such a humbling experience. So when someone comes and sees your work, I'm like, wow, it's really special. It's beautiful to be here. So thanks again. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing more rocks. Yeah, oh, you will.